This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the Beat. Let's go. Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the, excuse me. We have to make an emergency announcement. We have to give props to the one and only John Malika today. He didn't do just Uh-oh. one. He didn't do just two. He didn't do just three. He did four, four days of straight podcasting. Four straight Thanksgiving days. week. For Thanksgiving week. What's good, John? What up, Darth Vader? Uh, yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a good week, man. Just uh, you know, cranking out some work, cranking out some podcasts. Knicks won Thanksgiving Thursday. We got the gambling pot up, winning picks weekly. Um, we got two. We got the Thanksgiving special, and we have the Week Twelve slate up. We've been killing it. I got a million dollar parlay going uh, with Ooh. four. Di- oh, yeah, man, with uh, a couple division winners. I'm uh, I'm I'm ready to go, man. I'm I'm ready for Thanksgiving. See some family. You know what I mean? Is it? I'm yeah. not. I'm hype, man. And and look at you, a little, a little different background setting over there. Where you? Oh, at? you you know what it is. Back in the Westchester, the best Chester back in the Empire State, NY. The nine one four stand up, stand up free from the nine one four Westchester County, baby. You know what it is. Yeah, man. Me and the wife are down to hang with my mom, my sister, family, friends. Enjoy this nice little weekend. That's why we're doing this Jets pod on Wednesday, so that way we can spend this entire long weekend with our families and our loved ones as you guys should be doing when you get this episode it will be friday so happy belated thanksgiving once again we said happy thanksgiving earlier this week but happy belated thanksgiving it's black friday for all of you so stay safe we know you're out there trying to get another 55 60 inch television playstations xboxes whatnot if you're not into that type of stuff i don't know what you're probably doing maybe getting some furniture who the hell knows what you're doing out there but make sure to stay safe Hope you had a blessed and fun Thanksgiving. Hope you're you're full, getting all that cardio in now after we just indulged ourselves with just deliciousness. But you know what it is, John. We we gotta we gotta talk about this New York Jets football team. You know, talk about the green and white. We got some news this week. This team does not cease to amaze me. Where we can't just have a quiet week of just football and getting ready for the game. You know, we have to come out here with discussions whether it was worth a trading for Flacco, him and Mike White <laughs> having COVID symptoms, Zach Wilson starting, and that it wasn't because of COVID systems, according to Connor Hughes, that uh, Wilson was going to start again. Then we have Michael Carter and Corey Davis being injured. What's going on, man? Where do you want to start first on this long, windy road before we get to the preview between the New York Jets? And the Houston Texans, which is easily the worst game of the week. This, uh, you know, objectively speaking on the slate, but yeah, you know, we'll get into some news, man. And as you pointed it out, we have Joe Flacco and Mike white out this week with COVID, uh, related symptoms. seems that Flacco is not vaccinated. We knew that already when he first came in, that's why it took Mm -hmm. him so long to actually come on the squad. seems like there's a way he can keep testing and come back and be active. I don't care. Also, Salah said, you know, they're they trying to get at him a little bit. And it seems that Salah is getting his confidence, even though the team is still losing. It seems that he's getting confidence around the building and around the media. 
And uh, when he was asked today about uh, whether or not it was a waste to get Flacco, he said it was basically a no risk proposition. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's funny. Like we just gave up a six round pick. We don't care. We just needed a quarterback. And I, I, I think it's kind of tough to hate on him. I mean, sure. We could have had Mike white in again, but then like if Mike white gets hurt again, now we have Josh Johnson in like last week. I don't know. It, it, I think it was justified in my opinion. Flacco played okay. I think if he came out and he stunk, that would have been tough. But he came out, he played okay. I think they just want to keep pounding in, you know, the Robert Salah and Joe Douglas. You guys stink. You guys are incompetent narrative because, I mean, our record stinks. And we're playing the Houston Texans and nobody cares about that. So they're trying to just, you know, hammer in anything that they can. But I'm I'm excited that Zach Wilson's starting this week. I, I don't think it's because they have COVID that he's starting this week. I think this was the projection this entire time. So before I get into that, what, what did you think about, uh, the, you know, the Flacco conference? You know, I don't honestly it for me, I don't really make too much of it. They're going to do what they want to do. It seems like they had a well thought out plan. Regardless, they wanted Joe Flacco on this team to have a good veteran quarterback. He's been here before. So he's familiar with the, the team, right? He was just here last season, even though he didn't resign with us. So in theory, it all makes sense. Trading a six round pick, fine, not a big deal to get a, a veteran quarterback. You can question how much you want that six round pick and what the value of that six round pick and who could it be. We can keep going down this rabbit hole. At the end of the day, you don't know who the New York Jets were going to choose with that pick. At, so it doesn't even matter, you know? So if they wanted a veteran quarterback because they want insurance for Mike White, yeah, makes sense, right? Yeah. Like we, we saw last week how much better he was with pocket presence and awareness over Mike White, even though Mike White is technically a Hall of Famer now. All right. He had that great performance. So we are hey, Flacco is a Super Bowl MVP and he's a Super Bowl MVP. So, you know, elite Flacco, but it, I, I really don't, it doesn't really doesn't bother me. I mean, if you want to get down to the whole like COVID, the whole issue, no, him being eligible to practice. I mean, that's something you should consider. You know, we start, we're now starting to see more throughout the league. And if you're a team and you're paying somebody to be active and be available, and make sure they are available, right? I mean, this is these are the risks you take, and you should you should weigh that in there at all costs, regardless of your stance on the thing. You should that's part of doing business. They're there, you're paying for their services, and they have to be available in order to use their services, right? We keep talking about how availability is the best ability, but the question is, was it worth it for a veteran quarterback who was only going to play one game this season that you expect? Whatever. I honestly, at the end of the day, this team, there's bigger fish to fry than uh, looking at Joe Flacco. Yeah, I agree. And so moving on to the biggest fish, the biggest fish that needs to be fried and that's Zach Wilson. And, you know, he's back off his PCL. Mm -hmm. George Font is not on the injury report, which is pretty interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, So it looks like the offensive line is going to be good. We have our second game with DuVernay Tardif. LDT. Let's go. And I mean, it's, it's obvious that, you know, when the tackle goes down with our center woes, it's tough. It's tough out here. But at the same time, we've seen LaFleur grow before our eyes in the booth. Mm-hmm. He's completely changed, man. The offense looks completely different. It looks great. And I don't care about what Houston did last week. If the Jets look inept on offense, this week, it's going to be it's going to be a tough look. I'm just going to start off there. It's going to be a tough look. Of course, on the offense now, we're talking about Michael Carter. 
probably our best offensive player throughout the whole season. He's out for a couple of weeks with an ankle. We have mm-hmm. Corey Davis, our supposed number one overall pick, our biggest free agency signing. He had a limited practice with a groin, which actually worries me. It feels like that's something he won't play with, especially after Thanksgiving week. I don't know. It just feels like that's a game. Like he's like, all right, I'll just take this one off. It's versus the Texans. Uh, I'm already paid. I'm all set. Let me just, you know, take care sure, of this right. groin. I really do think that that's this kind of week uh, for Corey Davis. And so now you're left with Elijah Moore, who has, you know, been unbelievable as of recent. Crowder, Berrios, Ty Johnson, Coleman. I mean, I already feel such a bad day coming because when you when you start listing those players, it gets it's it's t- it's tough, man. We're gonna have to call a really tight, scripted, you know, first quarter like we've been doing for the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. We're gonna have to come out in the second half attacking this Houston defense, but the Houston defense is not too shabby, man. I don't, I really, I'm not feeling too confident uh, about. Zach Wilson, and I, I already feel the narrative. I already feel the heat coming down if he throws a couple of picks. Well, how do you think uh, Zach Wilson and this offense are going to show up this week? I'm honestly, I it's this is the biggest question mark for this week. We don't know how Zach Wilson's going to come back. You hope that because he was on the bench that he actually learned something from watching Mike White, watching uh, Joe Flacco, watching uh, Josh Johnson. You know, you hope that he's learned something from these guys. But it's totally different once you touch that grass, man. Once you're on there and you're in game action, it's totally different than just saying, oh, yeah, I remember this. You need those game repetitions. And hopefully he's learned something. Hopefully he can come out and show, be a little bit more patient, make the better reads, not force things, be willing to take the underneath routes instead of always going for the the game-winning play. That's the difference that we have to see out of him coming up for this week against the Houston Texans. And the Houston Texans defense is no slouch. We've seen that from the past couple of weeks. They can sneak up on you if you do, especially if you do take them lightly. Obviously, the Jets are not a team to be taking anyone lightly at all from either the offensive or defensive standpoint. We're just not that team. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. So so hopefully that he comes he out ready. Practice lightly. No, nah, he can't. And hopefully yeah. he comes out ready to go. But you know what? The thing is that because we have Michael Carter, who's out with an ankle injury, and because his guy, Corey Davis, is questionable right now we don't know if he's gonna be able to play this week that's gonna be it's gonna like heavily it's, it's gonna heavily impact his performance this week because he's used to having those two guys right we we've seen michael carter just develop into this patient good running back and go up in the who can go up the middle be at great out in open space a really good guy to check down to it's not going to have that guy so you're going to have to rely on tevin coleman on top of that you have ty johnson who's shown some flashes as well so you know, we saw Zach Wilson have some sort of rhythm with Ty Johnson, Tevin Coleman, not so much because Tevin Coleman hasn't had that much play at the beginning of the season, as much as both Carter and Johnson, and then Corey Davis, his favorite wide receiver, who we will force the ball to. I honestly kind of hope not that I dislike Corey Davis, but I kind of hope that Corey Davis isn't there to kind of force Zach Wilson to spread the <laughs> ball around No, in all seriousness. And like, I want Corey Davis just to like, you know, I want to be good. I want to be healthy. If, if he plays, he plays. But to some degree, he will. Zach needs to understand that there's other guys on the field. And we saw that True. these previous weeks when he wasn't on there. We saw Mike White, Josh Johnson, and Joe Flacco spread the ball around and say, look, there's better options than giving it to your number one wide receiver. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And finding and finding Elijah Moore for the most part, who's becoming the stud. So hopefully we can see Wilson start using Elijah Moore. 
You know, depend even even if Corey Davis is there, we just need to see Wilson being able to spread the ball around, take those underneath routes. But it all it's it's a question mark on how he perform, man. He's been so so all over the place this season, and his only good game was when he was truly like off script and not off script saying I'm going to make the plays. It's just being impromptu for all like just reading the defense and being just this creative guy on the go. We have to see if he's able to just stay within the pocket, use the play actions, and just really take what the defense is giving him for once. That's what that, that's just where the question mark is because we haven't really seen it. Yeah. You're right. And, you know, on the defensive side of the ball for Houston, they have a couple cornerbacks that are listed as non-participants in practice uh, for illness. So I don't know if what kind of illness is going on over there, but it looks like something's uh, spreading over there. Uh, Their safety was limited. A.J. Moore, um, linebacker, but they'll be okay. If if Jonathan uh, Greener plays, won't be great. Their defensive end, he's been out. He's missed. He was limited for a fourth straight practice this week. They missed him last week, even though they killed. I know they did great. They killed the, the Titans, but who hasn't, right? <laughs> um, I guess this is the clash of the Titans, right? The the Houston, the Jets, uh, the, the only uh, two juggernauts <laughs> to uh, really uh, lay the smack down on the Tennessee Titans, both times without A.J. Brown or Julio Jones. Um, and I don't think they're going to have them this week, but, you know, that's for the Tennessee game. Sticking on this game, you're right, man. That, that That's really the only thing we can do on offense. But I, I already like I'm reluctantly giving Zach excuses already because, like you said, the offense is so depleted, man. Left ta- like backup left tackle, backup running back, backup wide receivers, like backup tight ends, like everyone's a backup. So I don't know. Like I'm, 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 I'm kind of already giving like a little bit, a little bit of leeway here. But I feel like we it, can't. It's like, not I- even like the last two weeks, though. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's such a um, disservice to what's actually going on. Just be like, Oh, look, Mike White and Flacco did it. Now look at your numbers. Like, no, every game is different. And the personnel on your team are different. You know what I mean? And who you're playing is different. So sure. Sure. And I like, I agree with that. Right. Like he doesn't have Michael Carter. We don't know if he'll like Corey Davis, in my opinion, is just, I, I put that as like, maybe, maybe not. Honestly, if that okay. makes a big difference. Sure. He hasn't played with Makai Beckton this entire season. He gets yep. an upgrade at right guard. Yeah, I think hopefully George Font is in. If George LD, Font is like, out, man. Yeah, if, if George Font is out, that's another story. But if, we're, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you have George Font, you have an upgrade with LDT at right guard. To me, I, I it's hard for me to give him so many excuses for this one. The only thing I could say is that, look, he's coming back from injury. Like, this is his first game back after being out for a while. But other than that, we saw Jameson Crowder, Braxton Barrios, Elijah Moore, all these other guys be – viable we've seen ty johnson make some plays as well tevin coleman's capable of doing it as long as he's healthy i can't give zach too much leeway on this game i'm expecting him to come out and show some sort of improvement i'm not asking for a win we're at this point where we knew we keep coming back to this same premise the same hypothesis the same beginning (laughs) of the season we know we're not expecting wins we're not expecting a lot of wins we're not expecting a championship we're not expecting playoffs like that Playoffs was like a pipe dream and like very hopeful. And with the added game, maybe everything breaks right for us. Maybe we get there. Sure. All we're asking for is to see some growth, especially from our number two overall pick, Zach Wilson, who's been touted so highly. So I just want to see some growth. I'm not asking for like this, as long as we're not down 17-0 at the half. We're in the first quarter at least. You know what I mean? I'll I'll be okay as long as we're in this game. So listen to this. I 
I think you're going to be quite surprised at, at, at this, like the preview going into this game. So normal home field advantage is three points. The Texans are minus two and a half in this game, which is Vegas telling you that the Jets are a slightly better team. And don't forget Terod Taylor is a quarterback of the Houston Texans. So I, I'm not really sure what's going on here. And not only that, Alex, the public is on the New York Jets. To cover less than a field goal. So basically to win this game. Very interesting turn of events. I did not expect that. I really don't understand what everybody sees in this Jets team uh, at the moment. I I know Quincy Williams is coming into his own. For the most part, he kind of has on and off games, right? Like one game on, one game off. Mm -hmm. This would be the off game. CJ Mosley is limited this week. With a groin, like I said, I mean, uh, he's limited with a shoulder. Um, so I just said he's just kind of maintenance. I don't know what that means. I guess we're just trying to save him for next year. I think that's code word. But I, I don't really see the safeties doing much again this week. No. It, the, the, only, the weird thing, though, on the offensive side for the Texans is, number one, they cut Philip Lindsay, but they got David Johnson and uh, Rex Burkhead back there. But another interesting note on the injury report is their wide receivers are all out with a non-injury related illness as well. So if they don't have Brandon Cooks and Amendola, I mean, and now, now we're talking. You know what I mean? Now we're talking. Yeah. This, is, this is a real clash of the Titans. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is a For real sure. real poop, real stinker. And this is there is no double digit law. There is no du- losing by double digits at any point in this game. We re- like that. That should be egregious. I know the 17 0 thing has been a, a real um, pattern for the Jets this year 17 0, 17 3. They really can't do that this week. They really have to stay. It really has to be a, a one touchdown, maybe, you know, two possession, but nothing crazy, man. It really can't be anything nuts this week. Yeah. And that being said, this is a loss, man. This is a loss for the Jets. I don't know what everyone is seeing. I really don't get it. I, well, I, I think this is a Houston Texans win. Can I, can I only ask you this? Because we, we kind of touched on the defense. And do you agree with me that this is, once again, a situation where this is a – I don't know if you call – I feel like this is either a get-right game for Nobody's the Jets right, defense. Bro. Jets defense. <laughs> okay, okay. It's either a get-right game for the Jets defense. And it's not really a get-right game for Texans <laughs> offense. It's just – to get a win, it's not even a get right. Last week, yeah, it's not even a get. It's not even a get right game for anything of the Texans because they've kind of been shockingly decent. Like they've been in most of their games this season. They haven't been completely blown out. They've given scares to a lot of people, especially Sometimes. if you're on the betting side. Yeah, no, yeah, some, not a lot, some. But yeah. I think but this is like, rod. yeah. Do you, well then. Well, we know what Ty, uh, Tyra Taylor is. Uh, he is. One look, one, two read, run. That's all he is for the most Dude, part. That's, that's a killer what, for us. I know. <laughs> that's one, a kill, two, that, that, that's how you beat the Jets. One, two, that's that you got to check where the safeties are. And then if not, you run or, you know, throw it to your tight end, the running back. That's, a, I feel that's, like, that's exactly how to beat the Jets. That's all you need. But that's the thing. He's going to look one, two. It's either going to be a wide receiver tight end or he's going to run it. I feel like running quarterbacks, We the only ones that we really had to face was Josh Allen. Right? Who else do we have to face? A little bit. Maybe two a little bit, but really more so Josh Allen. Josh Allen's in like a whole other category. But I believe that this is a game for the Jets defense 
to get right. I don't think like, yes, Tyrod's made playoffs. He's been decent. He's helped other teams by, but in my opinion, he, this is a, this is a game where you could take advantage of him because he has his ups and downs. It's just, does the Jets defense show up because we've, they've been getting criticized the last couple of weeks. Deservedly so. Yeah, absolutely. At some point, you gotta you gotta shut everybody up and come to play. You you think that's ha- you don't think that's happening? Uh, they can Dude, lose. I think David Johnson's gonna have a touchdown. I think Tarod's mm-hmm. gonna have a touchdown or two, and I I think we're gonna lose a close game. I mean, I'm hoping okay. that we you know sneak it out, but I, I really have no confidence, man. I have no confidence in this team unless they unless the Texans are depleted. Like if they don't have a wide receiver or any cornerbacks, we should really win this game. You know what I mean? Like, come on. And maybe that's what, you know, is early on the report from Vegas. And that's what they know that we kind of don't. So that's possible. But if everyone is playing, I I like the Texans to win this game, man. I I hope I'm wrong, to be honest with you. I don't care about draft slot, to be honest with you, especially because we have Seattle's pick. I really, really don't care. I would really like to win this game. I know this upsets people like our video producer, Greg who still won't be quiet about that Trevor Lawrence, you know, W that oh, brother. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, man. I, I really think I really, I hoping the jets win, but I really don't have confidence in this one. When was the last time a first overall quarterback won a super bowl? I'll ask that question besides Peyton Manning. Oh man. I don't even know off the top of my head. Is it only it's Peyton not. Manning? Yep. Wow. Okay. I think he I has, think it's Peyton Manning within the last twenty years. <laughs> within the last twenty years is Peyton Manning. All right. So honestly, it's more about the evaluation and drafting. And I think looking at Joe Douglas's record, we discussed this earlier this week. It's not perfect. Like we've questioned what he's done free agency wise, like adding depth to this team and adding depth to this team. But I think draft-wise, his draft record has been pretty solid where I'm not worried where we are. I think he'll find the best value or package that pick in a good deal to get somebody like an Elijah Vera Tucker, right? And I, I'm confident in that. So I don't really care about draft position. I more care about – I would only care about draft position if it was probably in Greg's situation where you know you got to be up in the top to get the guy that you want, right? And they were touting Trevor Warren, Zach Wilson, all these guys – we got Zach Wilson, one of them. We'll see how this all turns out, right? But at the end of the day, as of right now, I should say, it should be about developing the guys that we have. We have a lot of young guys on this team, and it's about developing Michael Carter, Michael Carter the second, Zach Wilson, Elijah Barrett Tucker, whenever uh, you know Bryce Hall, it, it, Brendan Eccles, all these guys, even Ashton Davis, you can throw him in there too. All right. It's about developing he's be on the all squad these guys. For a while. Yeah, he's going to be on the squad for a while. So it's about developing all these guys at this point. They're they're going to be the foundational Quincy pieces. Quincy Williams. Quincy Williams, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Elijah Moore. I hope he gets in this game. Quinn and Williams. Uh, yeah, Quinn and Williams. His brother. We got to talk about his brother too. Like we got all these guys got to develop. Like Q Will is getting well, better. Well, yeah. I mean, Quinn. I'm not worried about. Uh, I just think if he had a real if he had real linebackers behind him or an edge rusher, it'd be different. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not worried about Quentin. Um, I'm I'm worried about Quincy because he makes crazy yeah. he makes Denzel crazy Mims. plays. And now I'm just listing yeah, names: Denzel Mims, Elijah Moore. I mean, I would like for I mean, when Corey Davis is out, I feel like that's when Denzel Mims should come in. They they're the same player in my in my estimation. Obviously, mm. Corey Davis is more 
established. Yeah, and he's obviously he's obviously a better player, but they're they're from they're they're cut from the same cloth. Okay. Well, yeah, that's 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 what I think. Um, I guess before we wrap up, I just want to get your what are your th- like. I know we discussed Zach Wilson and his performance, and we kind of tied it in with Michael Carter and Corey Davis being out. But what are your thoughts about Michael Carter being out right now for this team? Do you think that's a huge loss? Do you think what 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 are your takeaways on this? Hell yeah, man! If you're watching these Jets games. He is getting all our third downs. He is our blanket. He has been doing so much better in the run blocking. I think he's a huge loss, honestly, for this offense. At the same time, I think this is a big opportunity for Ty Johnson. This is this is this is Ty Johnson's season, right? Like end of the year, you know, get some get some nice carries, some nice plays on your resume when you finally got some playing time. And now you're going to get re-signed. You know what I mean? He is playing for a contract at the end of the day. And he hasn't been getting playing time. So I think th- I think this is going to be a big opportunity for him. I look for Ty Johnson to get some, get some plays. I look for Tevin Coleman to catch some out of the backfield and take that part of Michael Carter's game. And you know what? Elijah Moore, too. Elijah Moore, I think, is going to get maybe a couple of runs or a couple of weird screens that maybe would have been, you know, screens to Michael Carter or running plays for Michael Carter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I do think it's going to limit LaFleur's game plan. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that statement as well. Well, John, what I do think... You got, what, do you got, what do you got for the score? Ooh, that's a good one. I feel like this is going to be gross again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is going to be gross. What, 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 are your, what are your thoughts on the score right now? Let me hear what you got. I got 16-13 Texans. 16-13. That's a... That's what I said last week for uh, Miami, too. They went all over that, obviously. I feel like it's going to be 22-17 Texans. Okay. Unfortunately, we're both on Texans. You know what that means? W for the Jets, baby. Let's go. I'm hyped. I would love that. I would, I would, <laughs> nothing would make me happier, honestly. So, you know, give me that Give me that Jets W to end Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, that would be fantastic, man. That would be, be nice. That would be nice especially to go with uh, this Knicks victory that we had yesterday against the Los Angeles Lakers. Got it. We're, we're going to take an L on, on Friday to the Suns. Yeah. And then we're back at it right after that, you know, with the Nets. Don't forget the Hawks in between that on Saturday. The Hawks, we got the Hawks in there. As you would say, it's tough out here. It's tough out here right now, man. <laughs> Let's get just give me a W. Let me ask you, let me ask you one w. more question. Let me ask you one more question because this was in the news. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers uh, showing his feet on camera, man? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do uh, this for our viewers. <laughs> dude, I love Aaron Rodgers, and I also love Kevin Durant. Both just not caring. Like, you know, you want to ask me questions? I'm going to answer you. This is, the, this is the answer. You know what I mean? You're going to keep fishing and stuff. This is like the ninth question you guys asked me in the last two days about it. Here it is. You want to just see it? Here it is. Like Kevin Durant going on Twitter. They're all making fun of him because they saw an inch and a half of his ankle that was ashy. And they started talking oh, smack. Killing, and him. Then he, killing him. And then he came back and he was like, you guys are poor. <laughs> Basically, and you know, like everyone would hate on it. I think Kevin Durant's the man, especially that it's using his name. Him getting called the burner was the best thing to ever happen to Kevin Durant, but we're off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, on that That's note, Isaiah Stewart. I love Isaiah Stewart, man. There we go. By the way, I, I, I thank you for reminding me this because I did <laughs> want to bring this up. Not only we are a Carmelo Anthony 
Stan account. We used to be a uh, Sam Darnold Stan account. That's gone. That, that title, <laughs> we, we ripped that, we ripped that bandaid off. This will always be a mellow Stan account podcast. We are now an Isaiah Stewart Stan account podcast as well. Oh, we've always been, bro. We've always been an Isaiah Stewart Stan podcast. But we didn't say but, it. We didn't say now, we have to say it. But now he's now he's a household name. Household name. So happy. Put the name in the banners. Put in the Come rafters. MSG. Come to the Get garden. Get a banner, baby. put it in a rafter right now. That's what we need. Come to the garden. Oh, man. If he, if he was a center for the Knicks, you'd be there on a nightly basis. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'll get his jersey tomorrow. Which I've already decided once. Uh, I mean, we are so off the rails, but it is Thanksgiving week. Uh, I've already decided that my next Jets jersey, I'll give, you, I'll give you one guess. I feel like you should get it, though. Oh, Michael Carter? No. That, okay, okay, okay. That's Elijah Vera Tucker. Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm, I'm, once, they, once they say in the jerseys, I'm getting a 75. Yeah, I was going to say... I was gonna say it had to be one of the two guys that you saw over in uh, London. Oh and yeah, like, that's true. That's that's what I was going off of. I was like, you spoke yeah, but he's to just both also he's just also so good, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so good. Mm-hmm. I I he's my favorite player. So easy. It, it it was so hard going into this year. Like, oh my god, who are we gonna get? I don't want to get the quarterback. Like, what what position am I gonna get? Should I go for a defensive player? Like, should I get Lawson? We were on, we were kind of on the Lawson train. Yeah. Right. Oh, by the way, a uh, little Shaq Lawson revenge game this week. Forgot to mention that. Ooh, that is true. It is. Hopefully, Boston. get the sack or two. Um, but yeah, I think I'm on the ABT train. I'm just hoping for a new jersey. I can get behind it. I got a D Rose jersey on the way. That city. I know you were saying that's why. That's what I'm reminded so, me. I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Love D Rose. I think Ooh. I'll go quickly once he stays. Quickly. Once, once he solidified. Once he solidified. Not Obi. Him or Obi. Oh, him or Obi. But it depends who's what. We got it. We're gonna. We're off the rails. I'll leave that for a different day. I'm nervous oh that one of those players. I'm nervous that one of those players is not going to say. I know. So, I was thinking the other so. day too. I was like, because you see the especially when you watch them against the Lakers last night, you're like, that energy though. The energy I they know. we closed with Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly, my man. I just want them there forever. I'm nervous that they're not going to stay though. So once once one of them I know is here forever. Yeah. Look, man, it's not going to be Evan Fournier and uh, Kemba Walker NFL jerseys, NFL jerseys are different because you wear them actually at the game because you're freezing and you wear all your you wear all your underlayers and everything, and then you throw on the jersey on top so that yep. like you can actually wear a jersey. For basketball, I don't wear them to basketball games. I just wear them to the beach. So, <laughs> Except for that one time you should have worn it when you saw John Starks. There. Oh, <laughs> so stupid. It's all right. He signed my Knicks Film School hoodie. There you go. There's a win. The only Ooh. signed Knicks film school hoodie in existence. By there, John it Starks. there it is. It's <laughs> only here. You heard it here on this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. And on that note, I think this is a good place to end because we were completely off the rails. John, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. You too, man. To, to our audio producers and our video producer, Greg, Chris, Ricey. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to you and your families. Mm-hmm. And to all of our listeners, Happy Thanksgiving to you. We know this comes out on Friday, but once again, happy Thanksgiving again. Hope you guys are enjoying the long week. Stay safe out there, especially because today is is Black Friday. Please stay safe out there if you are are participating in Black Friday festivities. You know what it is? You can always wait until Cyber Monday, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. subscribe to YouTube. Find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. On Jeez, TikTok. man, we got we got to get you the script on how to do this. But everyone, no, I don't want, I don't want the scripts. All right, I like well, the let, me do- script. <laughs> let me do it. Let me do it for you. Let me show you how it's done. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another episode, another Jets episode of the Next Jets Etc. Podcast. 
If you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give it a five-star review and to leave a comment because it helps us out so greatly. On top of that, if you can, if you don't have Apple Podcasts, it's okay. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. Also, we are on YouTube. Please make sure to subscribe to that channel. Hit the like button, hit the notification bell. Do all the polite things you're supposed to do on YouTube. Also, while you're there, we have Winning Picks Weekly. We're recording on Wednesday. So you probably are way past this for the for the Thanksgiving Day special that John and Greg did, but they went down the slates for Thanksgiving. But then the other episode is out, so you can still get ready for the weekend and get all your picks in because they're doing a great job so far. Huge weekend for football, man. College football coming to an end, NFL football divisions mm -hmm. coming to a close. Huge weekend. Not me, not my cup of tea, except for fantasy and doing some survival pools here and there, but... Oh, Survivor. You you forgot about that. Uh, what? I forgot. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And certainly, last but not least, everyone, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, whether that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're on all these places, all these platforms. So make sure to come follow us, interact with us. We appreciate you. We appreciate you guys so much. Catch you later, everyone. Catch you later next week for the Jets Breakdown. Rapid reaction, baby. You know what it is. Let's go, Jets.